All right, Chelsea fans, welcome back to another episode of the London Is Blue podcast. This is your host, Brandon, my host, Nick and Dan, and we are part two of our season preview predictions. Uh, good luck sleeping tonight, Dan. Uh, some of the things you said were pretty crazy. I can only imagine what Twitter had to say after we dropped that one. I just... I'm sure it's fine. They are... I believe it's called X now as well, not Twitter. You got to be very specific about these things. So do we send X's or what are we doing here? I X'd? You zeet. Do we think that X is going to give it to Brandon for his predictions? Boom! Got it. I mean, a briefcase full of cash probably. Respect to DMX. RIP. Hitting the logic. Uh, look, we've got more here. Uh, a little bit wider of the mark. I think you, you heard all of the the classic ones in part one, but uh, it just wouldn't be fun if we only stuck to the boring stuff that, you know, is kind of like, tied to real world trophies so anyways we are going to go into some of the fringe stuff here a little bit of conspiracy theories keep it light keep it loving but damn before we do that quick request of our lovely lovely listeners i will know lizard people talk coming up but we just want to say thank you to everybody who supports the london blue podcast you can do that through patreon.com forward slash london blue pod join our wonderful discord community they're having a lot of fun over there talking about everything related to the transfer window and other topics as well. You can also support us for free. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Great way to help people find the show. This is the time of year. New Chelsea supporters or existing Chelsea supporters come looking for content. Help us find, help them find us. Help us find them. Be a matchmaker by leaving a five-star review. And then look, we are getting very, very close to 27,000 followers on YouTube. We would love more support on YouTube. We're pushing for 30000 so hit us up there. Cheeky follow. It's not a difficult thing to do, and we would super appreciate it. And that's all I got, because I think we should get back to the awards. Oh, I mean, we surely can. That, that is not a problem. But, I mean, Nick, we haven't even let you speak at this point. I didn't know if there's anything you wanted to uh, you know, get off your chest before we got into it. Yeah, look, uh, the uh, Women's World Cup coverage on Blue Royalty continues, so please... I know it's a separate feed. I know it's a whole different listening habit. I know you have to press play on something else. If you did go subscribe, rate, review, listen to those episodes, it would mean a lot to me personally. Jesse Abdullah are doing a great job of uh, putting those episodes out. Ollie Glanville, friend of the pod, has been guest starring on many of them on the Blue Royalty feed. So uh, all of that being said, that would be awesome. Uh, and then, look, the famous CFC... I know we aren't doing any new episodes for a little bit now. Go listen to the summer series that Rick put together. It is absolutely fantastic. You learn a lot about Chelsea. It helps you get deeper in with the club. So uh, those two things near and dear to my heart. Boom. All right. Well, here we go. Lone Star Hero, the best loney. Was that a cartoon or a character from a cartoon? I mean, I always think about it as like Guitar Hero. So it's mm. Lone Star Hero. I bet you played on, like, Expert, didn't you? No, I'm terrible at that game. Um, <laughs> Big rock band guy pick, over here. <laughs> my pick in this one, and the listener's pick, is not a terrible choice for Lone Star Hero. There was Cassidy with 26%. There was uh, Angelo Gabriel at 28%. I imagine there's some very minor contingent of people who selected other because we do have other players who are out on loan. Uh, like David Dotra Fofana, who's already smashing it. So that would be a very great choice, I think, as well. But going to Crystal Palace to play on the left-hand side, likely to start and get a fair number of minutes in that side. It's a place where four other Chelsea players have done well on loan previously, 
and signing Lewis Hall is a slam dunk option, particularly on the back of a new contract. Lewis Hall, easy. This is an easy question, easy answer. 45.6% of the audience agrees with you, which is the winner. Yeah, I mean, I put it as well. To be fair, I've been a way bigger advocate for Lewis than you have, Dan, so I feel like I can trump you <laughs> on this one. I've got way more tape than you, man. Wow. Love a little infighting here at London is Blue Podcast HQ. It I mean, is, uh, we're just rooting for him to do well, and like we both be happy if he. But I want it was for him the more. The star hero of the yeah. season. I mean that that's really where it comes down to is is how bad do you want it? Uh, look, Lewis is fantastic. Uh, Nick appreciate a little bit of variety though. Yeah, well, the answer that I have is the correct answer, and you guys just totally glossed over it, even though I was last to put my answers into the to the sheet here. Uh, yeah, I think Cassidy could be great. I think Lewis Hall could play some minutes, but probably won't play all of the minutes. David Dasher Fafana is going to play Champions League football this year, fellas. He's going to play Champions League football for Union Berlin. Uh, he's already scoring goals. He's already getting assists. Uh, he could have a breakout year. He he could in the Bundesliga with the lax defenses that exist in that league and his uh, raw talent. Could be a 20-goal season for the young man. Throwing it out there. So if he gets a 20, 20 goal season on loan, uh, your boy is ding ding the winner. So uh, I will uh, rest my case right there. You guys can pay me at the end of the session. Thank you. Look, goals are by far the hardest part of the game. Why people get paid the most to do it. He's off to a great start. This honestly, I don't think a lot of us when it, when it happened were like, oh, interesting. Then we started to realize when the pieces came together, like, this is actually really exciting. Let's hope it it works out and uh, see how it goes. But I think there's probably a good sign that a team in the Champions League wanted him. Uh, and I feel like he's going to play a lot. So high potential on this one. It, it definitely makes sense. Iron Man, the Aspie Award, most minutes played. Last season was Keppa, but it was Havertz. When I looked at it, it doesn't really matter, right? They were both up there. It, I you trailed, you trailed off there. Was there yeah, a nine yeah there? I didn't really want to get into it, but I'm pretty sure Kai <laughs> had more minutes than Keppa. But that was just Premier League, so maybe full all competitions uh, is different. So I'm going to give you the benefit. I'm going to give you the benefit here. I think it's in Kunku. Hear me out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was oh, like, I was oh, like, bro, have, have you gone off the deep end? It is <laughs> worth a sub on YouTube just for that. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, like, Dan, before uh, Nick and I this, help you with the answer. Do the slow-mo in on my like eyes going, whoa. Look, I tend to think there are t there are positions on the pitch that don't regularly get rotated out in terms of, look, they're playing once a week. If you get the right situation in your defensive lineup, I don't think Pochettino is going to want to change that for the majority of the season. I do think he will change things at the top of the pitch occasionally, which is why... I don't know if I could buy the stock that you're selling for this answer, but I think to me, Levi Colwell is the guy in center back who is going to get the most amount of minutes in this side and basically be an immovable object in the starting 11. Yeah, I just changed my <laughs> I just changed my answer, but <laughs> but that's okay because I forgot that Enzo Fernandez existed there for a second and there's nobody who's going to be taking his spot out of the team unless he gets injured. So uh, Enzo Fernandez uh, will be the Iron Man. He basically played every game since he moved to Chelsea last year. 
Uh, stayed fit. He's going to be fit and firing this year. Enzo Fernandez with the Ironman award. I mean, maybe, you know, I, he's a good shout. He's not fit right now. So the only thing is, I wonder how long it takes him to get to fitness in the beginning of the season. Oh, he's fit. He's fine. He played my, all my man, of 73 minutes in the 18 man, matches he played when he came. My man jogged in preseason. It was great. Like, good for him. Get back at it. It's called working smarter, not harder, baby. Nico Let's Jackson. Go. And here's why. Who else? Literally, who else is going to play up there? And Kunku was our false nine. He gone for a bit. Jackson is hungry. He's young. He will play every single minute he can. And again, one match a week, no problem. Like, he can handle that load easily. I think it's going to be Jackson. Nope, no descent. Love it. All right. Well, we're going to take our first ad break. When we get back, super, super sub. Who's going to be impact off the bench? Thank the sponsors. We'll be right back. There is no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. One of the things I love about Indeed is that they make hiring all in one place. It's easy because, well, candidates you invite are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in the search. When you get one step closer to the hire by immediately matching you with a quality candidate, it makes it go faster. And when you're looking to hire, the quicker you get the right person in the role, the better. So start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That offer is good for a limited time. So claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com forward slash blue wire sports. Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com forward slash blue wire sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need indeed. Okay. Uh, I, I Can I get a clarification on this super, super sub? Is there is there a reason why we, we doubled down on this? Oh. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? I, I just asked. Threw an extra super in there for no reason. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, I look. I just wanted to give you a chance to explain yourself if needed, but we didn't. You didn't have one last season. That's a fun game. Who Who do you think would have better super sub last season? Uh, Connor. Look, Connor coming in for twenty minutes and getting a yellow card. <laughs> yellow card. <laughs> I feel like maybe Ruben. Uh, <laughs> it was a tough season. Can't even think about it. Some of our subs I, I were burned it out of my brain. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go backwards. Tough, 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 tough. Uh, anyways, I like how we were given options who it might include as if, you know, <laughs> we weren't able to figure it out on our own. Uh, Dan really stacking the deck here. Uh, I I'll go. I said Matson or Mataweke. Hear me out because I know we're always about picking one. It's whoever doesn't start. I think one of those two are starters. Matson probably has the leg up because he played in preseason. Matawake is coming off an injury. So I think that Matawake will be the super sub in this situation. So in your team, Sterling is still a left winger? No, I don't think Sterling starts. I think you got Mudrik on the left and, and Mats oh. on the right. Or Mats can play on the left and Sterling can play on the right. But I don't think can Sterling I, can starts. Can I ask for a quick prop? Can I just ask for a quick prop on Raheem Sterling starts this season? What's the, what's the, what's line? the line you're going to give on that? Uh, twenty. It's t- twenty. Yeah. Okay. Premier League matches, I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I would just yes. go all comps for the for the sake of it. 
All comps. He had 23 I, starts last season, and we had more mat, uh, in 28 matches that he was available for. Uh, so yeah. maybe it's like 18 then? Do we drop it's, it a little bit? Again, I think like you could rotate last season because we were playing every three and a half days, right? This season, we're not. So I think that once people get locked in, as long as the results are there, Potch isn't going to change it. You're not going to change a hot hand. So I got the line. It's 19. It's half of the Premier League game. Does he start half of the Premier League? 19. Over under. Gosh, I think he's going to. I just don't know if that is uh, super like an exciting answer. I, I just think I think I think it's going to be what happens. I think that number ten is going to be where he plays now without Nkunku. Yeah, that is a good call. That there's now an open spot. So yeah, I'll go over in that sense. Um, if you get Caicedo, I could see Connor taking that ten though. Hmm. Interesting. I, yeah, I could too. That's a really, yeah. I mean, all right. That I was said what it. I. I said over. I, I said over. Right. So I'll stick with it. Uh, Dan. Interesting. Um, Super sub. Interesting one here, but you know, I'll let you present your case. Look, because I, I'm again, I'm continuing my narrative that Reese James is the player of the season. He's the leading assister. He's the comeback player of the year. He is the captain of the team, and so he will start the vast majority of matches, even though during preseason this player impressed the hell out of a ton of people. The videos we post on TikTok of our clips from the sidelines do mad numbers when this player is featured. It's Malo Gusto who will be the super, super sub because he is going to, A, help keep Reese James fully fit because he's going to get 20 minutes, maybe a game. Um... And maybe gets the occasional start in our cup domestic cup games as well. But I think that he is the one who could add some real just pizzazz on the right-hand side when he gets an opportunity to come into the match. <laughs> He's going to add pizzazz? What's he, a painter? What are we doing? XP, baby. <laughs> Expected pizzazz. Classic stat. Um I'm gonna go a little off the off the beaten path here because you know, I asked you guys this question: Do we think this player is going to stay at Chelsea? Again, uncertain uh, whether this happens or not. If he does stay, uh, Carney Trukameka, otherwise known as Carnes, um, to friends and, and family members like myself, um, he is he is sneaky number ten candidate for Liverpool. Um, and I think is a big body that can help uh, control games a little bit better in and around the box uh, late in games. So I think if you need a super sub, I'm going to go Carnes, a little sneaky off the radar pick there. Well, I, look, I think there's a, a lot of twists in this one. The hard part is with this one, you just don't really, I think we have an idea where the starting lineup is. So, you know, you, you can try to pivot from there. <laughs> We still don't even know who all is going to be here. It, it'll be our luck that 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 uh, Matson's gone, Carnes is gone on loans or whatever, and then we end up sitting here and Dan wins by default because Malagusto had 17 substitute minutes or something silly at the end of the season. Uh, all Two that greatest all words that, in English language: default, all, default. Ah, yeah. uh, the sweet taste of default. You know, yeah, mm. something. Um, I don't think that that's going to happen. But hey, if it does, I'm sure you remind us, Dan. So, so nice of you. Domestic banana peel. So this is this is one of the real trophies that we pulled back from the first part and, and put in this one. 
Uh, it's it's the dancing banana that that we're all aware of from the gifts. Who trips us up last season was Southampton. That's relegated Southampton. Two losses. To two us. L's. Two fat L's from Southampton to us. I look. You you got to look at the bottom half of the table because that would be a banana peel, right? Like I don't think anyone's be like, yeah, Man City's a banana peel. Nope. The hard part is you got three new teams. So do you put any respect on them? Meh. And then you got to look at who was at the bottom of the table, which is like your Everton's, um, your Nottingham Forest, your Bournemouth, West Ham, Wolves maybe. You know what's concerning about saying Wolves, Nick? What? What? They were one place below us. I don't think that will be the case this year. So, luckily, I don't know how we, where we want to draw the line, uh, but that's the context for it. So, uh, Nick, do your damage. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, I was originally going to go with one of Dan's picks uh, because he has two for God only knows why uh, when we um, you know, specify one here. So, uh, but given that one of our most disappointing results last year was against Everton. And Sean Dyche is still the manager of Everton. I'm going to go with Everton as the domestic banana peel. Uh, they, they're, they're Burnley without uh, that extra grit, uh, but somehow still have done one over on us. Um, yeah, I don't know how they get any points next year. I think it's going to be a travesty for them. But uh, yeah, somehow we're going to slip up against them. I can just feel it. Gross. Yeah. So I was torn between Bournemouth and Burnley. Do the right so thing, Dan. Teams to begin to be. Like, Do it the just right definitely thing, Dan. Is. <laughs> the thing is, we beat Bournemouth twice last season. In one of our worst seasons ever, we managed to beat them. And so I feel like even though we finished above them, so you could technically consider them a team of a poor performance level, of a lower talent level, I feel like I have to give it to Burnley, like just because of the past traumas that they've inflicted on us. I feel like this is the trauma award as well. Burnley has left a lot of trauma on us as supporters, and I'm going to go with them. I agree with that. Of those two choices, Burnley is the correct option. Well, for another flair and variety, Nottingham Forest. The way they. It's a, it's a really good pick, to be honest. The with you. way they fought to stay up at the end. Um, and just the wild season they had. I'm actually bummed that they didn't sign another 20 players this season. It's it's been a little <laughs> boring from them. Uh, it sounds like they're picking up Matt Turner and Dean Henderson uh, for goalkeepers. But yeah, I we just got to be careful with this team. I was thinking about Brentford a little bit, but like without Ivan Tony, uh, Raya going to Arsenal, I'm like they're just not going to be a better team than last season. So I thought I'd pivot and go with Forrest. That's what I'm thinking. I think it's a good pick. I think these are the three. If As I was looking at the entire league, I, I don't see, you know, like Brentford might have been a sneaky one in there, but I think they're just going to be a little worse this year without For Tony, sure. without Raya. For sure they are. Bright, Brighton was is like too obvious of a pick. You don't want to go too obvious. Fulham could have been a pick, but I think they're going to be a lot worse this year. Um, Mitrovic you know, is still potentially leaving, which would that would cut them down, decimate them. I mean, it's like, and then you get into teams that are 
markedly better than us. It's like our Arsenal's not going to be. A, it's not a domestic banana peel. That's they're not worse than us, right? So didn't really talk about West Ham. I mean, they had a tough season minus that Conference League. They've sold Rice. They just picked up James Ward-Prowse, probably Harry Maguire, looking to do some more deals. You just don't know what you're going to get out of that team with David Moyes, though, either. They might be. A, yeah. They might. They might actually really struggle. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, no banana peels there. Uh, we're going to take our last ad break. When we get back, uh, one who got away, the best ex-Chelsea performer. We had so many that have left, so this award snuck it in there. Thank you to the sponsors, and we'll be right back. Are you missing out on your favorite show because it's not available in your region? Trying to keep your private time private? Well, let me introduce NordVPN. If you're bored of U.S. streaming services, why not take it for a spin in the U.K.? Using NordVPN, and at the click of a button, you can do just that. No need to travel to Japan for your favorite anime when NordVPN brings it right to you. With 5,000 plus server options, no show is out of your reach. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash London is blue. You know, like the name of the podcast to get a huge discount off of your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's completely risk free with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee. We all love to binge, but privacy is a big deal too. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. Threat protection, they've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection feature. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there is literally no risk to you with their 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll send you a refund, and you can pretend the entire situation never happened, just like Chelsea's 2022-2023 season. Check out my link at nordvpn.com forward slash londonisblue to get your subscription started today. That's right, nordvpn.com forward slash londonisblue. Yeah, a little bit weird when we got to this point in the script, Dan, but uh, I get it. A lot of players have departed the club. Matt Lai even saying on our last pod, up to 10 more leaving, which is crazy to think about. I think that when we did the squad numbers, there was like 29 players that had numbers, but that included like a Lewis Hall, uh, Mason Burstow, I think two young goalkeepers. So there's like four that'll sure. come off easy. Um, from from liquidator to liquidation, that's what's going on right now. Wow! All right. Are you proud of yourself about that? You you, you see that really, smile? You're really, you're really happy about that? Okay, fascinating. I am. Huh. Uh, All right. So our audience said fifty two percent Christian Pulisic, twenty five percent Mason Mount, thirteen fourteen percent Kai Havertz, and other at nine percent. I don't know if I'm going to regret most of those leaving at this point they made a decision they're going to do it um i actually think like where it'd be nice to have this type of player back in in the side i feel like it, it's just a jack of all trades it's a swiss army knife i think ruben would have been great cover for a lot of different positions had that premier league experience definitely was not a person who was going to be upset by just being a contributor and not a starter and yeah i i don't know i feel like he's the one that I think he's going to do really, really well this season in Serie A, playing for AC Milan. And I think we'll look back and be like, man, it'd be nice to have him back. I mean, like, he's he's doing great stuff. Like, look at him go. 
The people really think Pulisic is going to be the one. I, I, I could see that, by the way. I, I could I could see him blowing up in Serie A, to, to be honest. Uh, I, I think it's Mason Mount, the player who no one wants to hear the name of anymore. Um, but I think he's going to be great with United. I really do. Um, I think he'll he'll probably be the one. I think that I'm surprised by Pulisic. Uh, the amount of like For, now now we're respecting him big time. Like hey, now that he's oh, gone, jeez, with us, <laughs> what no, a player. not a not a good player. Without us, great player. A little bit ironic. Uh, I went with Kovacic. He's gonna win trophies, right? He's gonna look so good in that city. There there are rumors that he has done his ACL. Ooh. So just F F Y. You may pick a back. I will give you Ooh. picking a backup. That's unfortunate because like. he doesn't have to do anything. He just has to jog around and pass the ball. I agree with you. Apparently, it was a training thing. An unconfirmed rumor, by the way, but I will give you the backup just in case because I'm a kind uh, adult and I don't want you to go through another David Luiz situation, well, another blunder. I mean, this is far from that, but I, I hear you. But either way, my, my logic stands. He's going to look so smooth in that city system if he's healthy. Uh, and it's going to look easy, and we're going to be like, wow, we didn't get this player completely different, right? It, it's just different there. Um, the backup one, I think emotionally it's Mason, but I'm really hoping United struggle, and if preseason is anything to go by, they're in for a long season. Um, but the irony is it depends on how this all shakes out, if Kepa goes or not, but just for a little shit hazard, I'll say Mendy because I think we still need yeah. a goalkeeper. <laughs> and that's why we're going to yep. miss him. <laughs> yeah. When N'Golo Kante plays a full season in the Saudi league yeah. with no injuries. I thought about that. There's your answer. Yeah, but you're just like, well, we're getting Caicedo, so who cares? <laughs> um, Master of the Dark Arts is we love to break out and, and put out there. Um, Nico Jackson, was that, was that editorial, um, direction or freedom for Ishan? That was freedom for Ishan. <laughs> Reese James and Enzo Fernandez. Taking what, a few liberties on this one, Ishan. Uh, I tell you what, Enzo Fernandez at 32%, Reese James at 28 and Nico Jackson 38 and 2% of other. I, 32% Enzo. I mean, Dan, you agreed with the people or you just copy pasted. Maybe it wasn't Ishan after all. Hmm. It's like when they <laughs> Look, ripped I, the, the mask off of the Scooby Doo villain. It was Dan all along. Shock! I think that Enzo to me represents a like. I, I think Reese is just going to back off a touch this year. He's the captain now. He's wearing the armband. You know, he can still get up to some stuff, but he's kind of got to maybe do it a little bit more under the radar, which actually might indicate that he could be a better version of the Master of the Dark Arts than he's been previously. I just feel like we saw a couple of glimpses of it from Enzo last season. I feel like he's got an opportunity to do it, maybe playing a little further forward, maybe getting fouled or fouling a little bit more freely tactically to disrupt the game. I don't know. I just it's it's more of a feeling than any type of anecdotal data that I have. It's a gut feeling. It's a Nick Verlaney type of decision making process. And he's never wrong, folks. Um, much like I am not wrong here. If Reese James is the captain, he better be the dark arts guy. He better fully assume the role now. He's had years of training. 
He's applied his trade under some of the best to ever do it. And it's now time to emerge from, you know, whatever training he was in and uh, start to mess around with people, start to body them off the ball, start to get in little shit talking moments with them, uh, maybe bump a referee again just for fun. I'm just saying it was for fun. Uh, if Reese James doesn't do that, I'll be very, very, very disappointed. That's all I'm going to say. Brandon. Well, fringe throwing it out there. Uh, Malagusto. And here's why. Two, two, two ideas I got here. One, you want a bench clear? Malo's in. Malo's on the touchline, John at whoever he needs to from the sideline. He's in it. The other thing is, I think he'll be dark arts for the fact that he's going to get away with frustrating the hell out of players. His ability to just make you so angry as an opponent, I think, is is really, really impressive. And he can just kind of like nick at you and nick at you and just death by a thousand cuts. So I think he's got a lot in him as well that uh, we'll see. And like I said, he's just so clever. Um he's going to put you in a situation to foul him and you had no idea about it. So I think he's going to draw a lot of, a lot of fouls, a lot of cards. I mean, will they be over the number that Connor Gallagher had last season at 11? I mean, that, that is a really good name that wasn't mentioned here. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Connor Gallagher is a very sneaky dark arts because he looks like a, a, a choir boy. Yeah. He doesn't look, you know, like he's, he's dangerous, but he just loves diving in on tackles. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> I, th- I think you need to be uh, less obvious to be the master of the dark little, arts. And I think his, his tackles are very intentional, very prescribed. Well, I he he has the he has the hair, but my man will crunch somebody if he absolutely needs to. So uh an- another one that we've got here, you know, a nice little fringe one is uh, we could have used you. Biggest loan regret or regret is Dan typed in, which I would never you, read as the professional I am. Uh, I don't you, just... You skipped, you skipped over a big one there, my guy. We can't go here? We could. We'll just go there next? All right. Yeah. We're just not... All right. Yeah. I, I'm You know what? Captain. That's my fault. I'm okay. the captain. <laughs> <laughs> loan player who we going to miss the most this season. It's weird. The loan board is pretty light. Rules are changing. Right, things aren't as the way they used to be under Emanalo, and uh, a lot aren't finalized. So, uh, according to the website, there's only six. You could probably throw Cassidy in there. He's all but confirmed, it seems like. But Omari Hutchinson, Charlie Webster, Dion Rankin, Anhalo, David Fafana, or Teddy Sharman Lowe. What's your pick, Dan? Uh, well, I feel like just with all the midfielder noise going on right now, I feel like I I don't know. There might be a risk that Andre Santos goes out alone. Like, I, I know that that doesn't feel right, but if we're talking about, hey, we're going to bring in Lavia, Caicedo, we've also still linked to Tyler Adams as well. And, like, those seemingly are all progressing, and that might cause a, a need for a loan like someone like Andre Santos. I think that that would be disappointing, and you might feel like, man, that we really could have used him playing further forward. Um, I think it will end up being Lewis Hall. Because I think at some point during the season, we're going to need the deputy left back, uh, not named Mark Kukurea. And 
that is going to be an unfortunate moment when we uh, are missing that or have to start him regularly this season. Again, manufacturing scenarios to fit your argument. Well played. Yep. Classic Dan moment. I'm explaining the reasoning, like the reasoning for why I think we would regret this. Classic Dan to go, pick one. Here are three options. <laughs> oh uh, man! Yeah, I, I, I'm going Hall. I'll I'll do the job and just pick one. I think that at some point we're gonna have a podcast, and you know, Jake, Eshawn, you guys can clip this where we go. God, if only we had Lewis Hall today, and uh, then that will mean that this award is is complete. I know. I think Ian Motson covers up a lot of that this season, though, but. At the same time, if Cucurella is continues on trend and it doesn't get better, then yeah, Chilwell's out. You're we are gonna say that, you know, because maybe Motson's cooking is a left winger, right winger, maybe even a cam. We we saw all in preseason. And so when you look at the rest of it, you don't really know uh, how it's gonna go. But Nick, I'll play off your earlier one and say uh, DDF, see Fofana, because if he's banging mm. a minute in Berlin and maybe we're not, of course you would want a player like that. So uh, I'm going to stretch for that one a little bit. But again, if if those parallels line up, then absolutely we would almost wish that I we had it. DDF. So. I respect that. All right. The last one that we've got before uh, a final wrap with a, th- you know, a little game. Didier Drogba, big game hero award. Who will show up when the team needs them a la Wembley? Uh, Cyrus Rogers from Discord bringing this one in. Bringing the heat. Big game player. Nick, you said Reese. He's had some goals. He can score penalties. When the pressure's on, he's your man. The the title is a little misleading because I think when everyone thinks of Didier Drogba, of course, they think of big goals and big games, right? But what it is is the Big Game Hero Award. Who will show up when the team needs them the most? And based on previous performances, and we have a catalog of them in that Champions League run, Reese James becomes uh, a superhuman in those matches. Uh, he doesn't allow Phil Foden to get by him in the Champions League. He doesn't allow Raheem Sterling to get by him in the Champions League. He uh, is uh, Hulk smashing people all over the place. Uh, he's maybe assisting. Perhaps he's even scoring. Who knows? Uh, but I, I do believe that Reese James is the lock of locks when it comes to big game hero. I mean, it's tough, Dan. We haven't had a lot of big games recently. <laughs> you mean you had the Champions League, right? You think about Dortmund and the knockout round. Yeah. But in the last couple seasons, I mean, outs, you know, you have to go back to the Champions League, really, for, for the big one. We obviously <laughs> lost that FA Cup final before that. I don't know. The definition for big game this season is going to be taking points off of those top four, top six teams, the individual teams that are going to challenge us for the positions that we want. And so I think in those games, the player that we're going to look to to change the game, to put us ahead, to make magic happen, it's got to be Nick Jackson. Like it has to like if we're saying he's gonna be the leading scorer, if we saying that he is going to absolutely be the guy number fifteen, the future of striking at Chelsea, it just has to be him. Like I, I love the reach out because that just further reinforces my whole narrative that I mentioned we're on the earlier podcast. Each other. That's what we're doing. We're, we're nice little overlap here, Dan. Man in the mirror. Brandon's, 
Brandon's going to go in Kunku, obviously. <laughs> I mean, of course I thought about it. Why not? Like, penalty, it's, late in a game. It'd be a good shout. A goal, an Knock assist. Knockout round of an FA Cup, man. Because I think that, like, Drogba had the catalyst card on him, right? Like, he, he would just make something out of nothing. Because I was thinking Enzo, because I'm like, he'll be reliable. He'll, he'll be able to create something. But, like... If you're looking for that catalyst and that dynamism, like I, I do think it's in Kunku. I think he can do a lot of different things. He'll play the pass, he'll make the run, he'll score the goal. And uh and that's that's what I'm thinking. Like Nico Jackson, you hope, but you don't really have anything to go off of other than his quotes that he will do something like that. Uh so I think that's why I'm hedging my bets there a little bit. But anyways, that'll do it. Uh, let's wrap the three-word season predictions. Normally do this at the top, but Dan wanted to save it to the last. So here we are. Uh, we've got a few user submissions, which is always lovely when we get to include those, Dan. We had William Watts with Don't Potch It. I like that he had to clarify it. what it was as if we didn't know what Don't Potch It was off of. I, I appreciate that. So context clues are helpful. Uh, flip with the step-by-step. Step. Not one step beyond, but step-by-step. Step. And then great, Silva great lining. Great 90s TV show, step-by-step, step, though. Well done. Oh, well, day-by-day, day, you're going to get it right, Nick. Silva lining with the Cups No Chaos, which is a very high order for any season, any team at Chelsea to have zero chaos. I don't know. I, I don't know if I could describe to that. I'm currently wearing the Chaos and Trophy shirt, so we'll see. See what happens here. I'm going to go fun, but frustrating. I just, a little fun, you know? I think it will be frustrating. They're young players. They're, it's, a, it's a U23 squad, basically, now. So there will be stupid mistakes. There will be lapses in judgment. There will be silly things that happen. There will be frustrating moments. But I think all in all, the mood will be a lot different, and that will be refreshing. You know, I I put can't get worse, really trying to set that base <laughs> level right away of 12th no mas, we're going up, cut that table in half, get sixth, fifth, see where we land. Um, but, you know, I think there's a lot of different ways you can spin it. It's just, it's also like just the biggest unknown. And so it was hard for me to really hone in on anything because new manager a lot of new players, which means it's a new team. It's going to be new challenges. There's still a lot of changes going around the club, stadium, physio staff, um, recruiting. There's still changes going to be happening to the team. Sponsors. There's just so much going on. It's it's hard to predict, I think. But, um, yeah, can't get worse. Baseline. So I went with Chelsea's aura era because you know what? <laughs> I don't. We're, we're back. We are so back. They just the, you can you can feel it in the way other supporters are looking at us right now and saying things, criticizing the signings, getting frustrated that we're getting the players that we want or that they want. Like we've got the the edge is coming back, the mentality is there, the belief, the self de, the self desire to go out and make it happen. I don't know. I'm feeling really great about this season. I think the aura is good. Pochettino brought that in. He understands what it means to manage at Chelsea. Everything he's saying right now is absolutely perfect. And look, six months from now, we may not be saying that, but at least today, the vibes are so damn strong. How can you not be excited for this season? 
It is August 9th that we are recording this two-part series. Let's see how we feel on August 31st, nay, September 1st, when the window closes. Perhaps we feel great. Perhaps we feel less good than we do right now. Who knows? Well, I tell you what, one of us is going to be real upset at the end of that window. That's my <laughs> prediction that I will put money on. <laughs> is is Nick be. ever happy with the window? That's 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 the real question. There's this the end of this window is so taxing. It is just taxing. It's annoying. I don't like it. I'm ready to start the season. And that happens Sunday, goddammit. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We are playing Liverpool, and I am so damn excited to see this team go out. I hope everyone who's at the bridge just get, just lifts them an extra half degree. Just, like, helps them shoot out of the cannon. I hope Nick Jackson gets a hat trick and flips off Mo Salah on the way over. I hope the whole thing is just gangbusters. And uh, you know what? Uh, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch with my buddy Joe. I'm very excited about this. Uh, but I feel like uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, all we do is draw. It's a draw. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Find your local chapter. Uh, find some friends. If not, we've got our Discord group. We'll be buzzing on there as well. Um, it's better with friends. So take it in. Uh, I, Nick, or I'm sorry, Dan over under on how many matches when Dan's or Nick's still excited to watch Chelsea. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a wonderful side bet. Um, Ooh, I think it's going to get late into the season. I actually think he's going to enjoy a lot of this season and I think he's going to be excited. I actually think it's, it's going to be great. I don't know. 30 is the great. line. I think 30 of the matches this season. Look at my three word season preview. Fun, but fr- if it's fun, I can deal with the frustrating. If it's like last year where we're soul sucking, like November. I, you know, I think we don't have a World Cup in the middle of the season. Tremendous. Probably Great, not going to sack our manager six weeks in. So just a couple of changes that'll make all the difference in the world. Can we all just knock on wood, please? Just whatever bad aura we have, but we just need to clear that out of the room. It's just out it was like a bad fart we just need to get it out of the room knock on wood do whatever sort of activities you do to avoid a jinx that's all i'm saying awesome well we're gonna go ahead and wrap there uh hope you've enjoyed this week of content leading up into the premier league season uh again cfc central sam on the newsletter as well diversifying the content a lot of stuff on youtube so soak it up enjoy it we're gonna be here buckle up season 10 from us so uh until next time you know to you Blue flag flying high.